rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Hey, how you doing? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out and joining me on this Saturday evening's Tara Buster. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices. I'm just trying to make the camera focus. And anytime on the Progressive Voices app, please give the show a good review on iTunes. And that helps. That helps us grow. And become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin because we need the liberal media to continue. And you're looking at the liberal media. I, I know it's a little rough around the edges. It's a little worse for the wear, but there are millions of us. <laughs> I wish there were millions of us here now, but no, we have a very amazing crew of supporters that um, really make me want to get out of bed in the morning. Otherwise I'd I don't know if I'd make it, really. It's really a tough time to be alive, don't you think? I was thinking today, well, what else do I have to say? Okay, uh, let me think. You know, I haven't heard from Poppy. She's supposed to be calling in today. <laughs> so, But she didn't respond to my texts what, to give her, to check in what's going on. So we'll, say, we'll play it by ear, but I will have the phones open if you guys want to call uh we'll do it like that either way we'll have the phones open so sin city on the chat is asking where did i get this t-shirt from it's a it's from bernie bernie sanders campaign Me college for all medicare for all jobs for all justice for all so yeah that's that says it it that says it all <laughs> let me think uh so many things are happening uh, i'm not really here to detail the news we're we're kind of here to what i don't know when i think about the show what what is the purpose of this show it's we're building a community of actual patriots who understand that liberals Progressives, normal people, Democrats, we'll take the Democrats, and, you know, because there's hope with Democrats. They're not a lost cause like the right-wingers, the Republicans. We're here to spread the progressive solution that not only built the United States, yes, f with uh, uh, many flaws, obviously, the founders were unabashed hypocrites. In fact, the entire, everyone who's ever led in this country is an abash, unabashed hypocrite since we've never actualized any of the promises in our founding documents. We're still trying, working to be a more perfect union in spite of the right-wing albatrosses hanging around our national necks. And that's why we're here, to call this out, to reclaim the mantle of patriotism and to propel forward a country 
the, the dr- not just the dream of a country that works for all, but the reality. We're in this together. We stick together, we win. That is the motto of this show. That is also the national motto. E pluribus unum. It's not something that we can't achieve. This is a, a, a entirely capable vision that we can bring to fruition if we have the will to fight. And what are we fighting up against? Who are we fighting against? We're fighting against what our forebearers, our forefathers and mothers, our ancestors have fought for time immemorial. And that is the big moneyed interests, the power of concentrated wealth. And ultimately, the, the something, whatever that is in the human condition that is fearful and greedy. That's what we're fighting against. We fight it in ourselves, and we fight it when we, it's uh, everybody understood. Even the founders, they understood how do you protect this country. They knew what they were fighting against. Of course, yes, they were racist. They were misogynists. Yeah, that is a given. But they understood what they were trying to build and what they were up against. And they were up against concentrated wealth. They knew that. The only thing that could challenge a government is concentrated wealth. That's it. So there's nothing more patriotic than what we're doing here, reminding the American people that we're in this together, that we pledge our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. And that means that everybody in, nobody out, is the only American way. And how we accomplish that is we, we, there are practical policies. Progressive taxation. Reinstatement of the estate tax. All of these these tax policies that were once understood to be patriotic taxes that prevented the development of an aristocracy. Because, yeah, that's what we're up against. So isn't it, it's not ironic. I'm just trying to, what I'm trying to do right now is eject some of these external hard drives I have on the computer so we don't have a crash all of a sudden. But it's not, isn't it, it's not ironic, it's typical that we have a trust-funded, tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man as a standard-bearer who is greedy and disgusting and the personification of everything that we are fighting against. So I'm really tired of Republicans. I don't know about you, and today... I'm 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 sick of them all. I was I looked at Anand Garahada's his Twitter feed, and he had this woman. And they're all what's going on in this country is is an aber it's it's not an aberration. It is expected, absolutely expected. Nothing is um, nothing happens without cause and effect. We're here. 
we have this country uh, with the most coronavirus sicknesses and the most death. That's not an accident. That is by design. You didn't have to be a Miss Cleo to predict the end of that story. Just like you don't have to be a psychic friend to predict when they uh, when they lowered the tax rate, the top marginal tax rate. You don't have to be um, psychic to see where that's going. And just like when the Republicans re- undid, when they completely rolled or or eliminated the estate tax that just happened but i'm t- i'm predicting right now and i'm not a psychic that we will have an intergenerational aristocracy thanks to that that law that the that thanks to what the republicans did so either we reinstate it or we we just concede that we are not a functioning democracy anymore. So what are we going to do? It's not just about electing Democrats. It's about electing the right kind of people who understand what, what needs to be done. Not just throwing Band-Aids at bleeding arteries or throwing a subsidy. No subsidy is going to fix the abolition of the estate tax, what we need is uh, absolute, direct, targeted policies that are deliberately meant to cultivate a society, a country that works for more than just the 1%. You, you, you don't have to um, wish upon a star. You just have to enact the policies. I have to have the will. And we talked about it on the last show. We'll talk about it again. Money in politics is the root of all evil. And it is the greed in this country. We have conceded defeat. I hope you know. We've conceded defeat to the coronavirus. Twitler's, his whole, what is this, 14 days to stop the spread? That was his own plan. Of course, it wasn't his plan. Somebody made it up. Someone in his, he doesn't know anything. He's a con man. His plan is to is to be a fluffer. That's all he is. To stop the spread. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, here. Oh, good. Good timing for the commercial. We'll be right back. This is Tara Devlin. Fifteen days to slow the spread. They they're not. First of all. I was watching MSNBC this morning, and the one of the not the governor, well, they had him on of Florida, the one of the the mayor, the mayor who is I can't remember his name. I tweeted at him. I'm going to look. It's ridiculous. They're reopening Disneyland. What, for what reason? Oh, and then they played a video. Well, we have all of these. Um, social distancing rules, and we're taking everybody's temperature, and everybody has to wear a mask. This is ridiculous. When Florida coronavirus cases are going through the roof. So I guess we have just decided, forget about the 15 or 14 days to stop the spread. We've conceded defeat. Some people are just going to have to die. 
our uh, nurses and doctors and people on the front lines fighting this coronavirus, maybe they'll die too. They're going to have to be overworked. Hospitals will have to go enact a bunch of layoffs, I suppose, after the fact, since they won't have enough money to keep going because they'll have to shut down their elective surgeries. And we have a for-profit health care system that is nothing but a parasite sucking on our miseries and making us sick. This country has so many problems. That's why people, I get def- def- the, um, I get despondent. I get, uh, I, I feel overwhelmed. I'm sure you do too. It's depressing. And also, when I'm in a better mood, I get, <laughs> I feel like, okay, this is the wake-up call. Either we wake up now or we're done. We're absolutely done. Yeah, this is a malignant tumor on our body politic. The Republicans, everywhere you look, they are failing. They are the party of failure, of death, of disparity, of ignorance. They have completely conceded defeat to the coronavirus. You want to cry. When you, meanwhile, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching on MSNBC. And they're saying, oh, yeah, I think we can do it and we'll be a model for the nation opening up Disneyland. Is that a good idea? And they're doing it because they're saying the um, we can't afford to keep the economy shut down since the goddamn greedy bastards who run the economy, they don't work for us. Trust me, if this was a coronavirus that attacked only the 1%, the tippy-top of the, let's say it attacked the Sheldon Adelsons of the world, what do you think the Republicans would do? They would move heaven and earth. There'd be subsidies, there'd be tax breaks, there'd be all kinds of bailouts, incessantly, if they become, it would be like raining bailouts on these bastards. Because it's us, certainly they wouldn't send Sheldon Adelson, even though he's knocking on heaven's door as it is. He's a goddamn greedy bag of bones. I don't know what's keeping him animated. I guess it's greed. Maybe he can, he's figuring out another way. It, it keeps him alive when he thinks about another granny who has to die needlessly without health care. Oh, well, not granny, really. It's usually the middle. Because they get Medicare at the end, right? We get Medicare. But even still, since most people are living hand-to-mouth in this country, it's uh, you have to choose between medicine and rent and food or having a, a decent life. Even if you have Medicaid, you know, maybe you didn't maybe you're in that donut hall. You're not you still have to pay your VIG. This country is so effing sick. And it I it often crosses my mind that maybe we should break this goddamn thing up, frankly. Then I think about my friends like Bob Kincaid who live in the South. But I don't know. Here's a, a story, for example. I thought it was a hoax. A patient in his 30s dies after attending a COVID party. This is in Florida. Thank you, Republicans. Thank you, Donald Trump, 
Thank you, ineptitude. That has is now the only well greed and ineptitude. It's greed. If you're greedy, and you're, you have no moral compass. You have you're not moral in any way. If that's all it takes to be somebody who is uh, elevated in the Trump administration and the Republican Party. All you have to do is be a loyalist. You don't have to be fit for duty. You don't have to have any qualifications for the job. As long as you're, you have no problem funneling, doing what it takes to funnel money to the top and cut people's lifelines, especially in the middle of a pandemic, you're fine. If you repeat the party line, even if it kills everybody, including your mama, you will be propelled and advanced in the Republican Party. So another death. Let's chalk it up to the Republican Party in San Antonio. Well, this is not in Florida. I thought I said Florida, but maybe I... In San Antonio, Texas, another, it's Texas, another hot spot, thanks to the ignorance and of, of the right wing. A patient in their 30s died from the coronavirus after attending what's been called a COVID party, according to San Antonio health official, chief medical officer of the Meta, Meta, Methodist Healthcare, Dr. Jane Appleby. That's a name I can pronounce, I guess. Thank you. Said the idea of these parties is to see if the virus is real. This is a party held by somebody diagnosed with the COVID virus, and it's thought, to, and uh, they they see if the virus is real, and to see if anybody gets infected. Doctor Appleby said, according to Doctor Appleby, the patient became critically ill, and had a heartbreaking statement moments before death. Just before the patient died, they looked at the nurse and said, I think I made a huge mistake. I thought this was a hoax, but it's not. Appleby said, Appleby made the case public as the spike in cases for the Bexar County continues in Texas. She wants everyone, especially those in the younger demographic, to realize that they're not invincible. It doesn't discriminate, and none of us are invincible, Appleby said. I don't want to be an alarmist, and we're just trying to share some real-world examples to help our community. Oh, well, that's so liberal of you. That's so liberal-tier snowflake. Helping your community? That's not the American way anymore. You got to drink your community's tears, Dr. Appleby, if you're not drinking the tears of your fellow Americans, then you're not a patriot, according to Republicans, because that's what they, they do. They have coffee cups. They sell merchandise that say liberal tears. They have no interest in having a system and a country that works for all. They have no interest. That's way over their head. Community, decency, dignity, democracy. That's so liberal. What are, what is they talking? What are they talking about?
I'm trying. I'm just trying to help my community. Oh, good for you. Oh, isn't that so progressive? So weakling, so snowflake of you. I'm so sick of Republicans. They're the weak ones. Republicans are weak. They're disgusting. They, their entire mission is to drag us down to their level so they can kill more people. As long as people are dead and it's not them and they can make some money, that's all that matters. It really is. Please, somebody prove me wrong. Give me an example of Republicans doing the right thing. Twitler went to Walter Reed today wearing a mask. Oh, whoopee, effing doopy, a little too late. Twitler and all the corporate media, is they're, they're just going nuts. Look, oh, look, everyone. Twitler, the con man, the crook, the one who elevates the crooked and and uh, harasses the decent. The one who attacks the decent. And, uh, I mean, even Roger Stone, he said it right out loud. I thought I would get a pardon since, you know, I, uh, I had so much pressure on me to talk. And I didn't rat. This is who we're dealing with. A bunch of crooks, criminals, that are using this system. And as they break it, there's nothing. There's no difference between them and a crime family, absolutely none, except that the crime family doesn't get. Uh, we don't have to play hail to the chief when the boss of the crime family walks in the door. Right? We don't have to salute the boss. We don't have to hang pictures of the boss in the halls of the president. Get the F out of here. That's what's going to be so sick that we have to, we're, we're going to all pretend? Are we really that much in a stupor? Just how, how broken is this country that we all have to go along with the denial? You don't have to honor people who aren't honorable just because a lot of assholes voted for them? Just because they tickled the fissures of disunity and they exploited racism and division and the death of the middle class that was brought to us courtesy of both sides of the aisle. So they, into that disparity, they don't come in to fix it or make it better. This is not FDR and a new deal. We got the same old deal. The same old as old as recorded history deal. Divide and conquer. Exploit. Tickle the fissures of disunity, especially along racial lines. Ensure that the American people never get together and understand that we are in this together. Yeah, e pluribus unum is a nice motto, but it's also a nice model of living. It makes you want to cry when you think about this. The whole thing. I can't believe where I live sometimes. We don't deserve this. 
because we didn't vote for this. That's the other thing. Republicans are cheaters. They are not a majority party. They're in this, they're squatting in the White House, they're squatting in the Senate, exploiting the, the, the broken system, taking advantage of it, rigging it, ensuring that they can maintain power by hook or by crook. They're not uh, in there trying to help. So the fact is we're the, in the majority. That's why I ask all the time, how much longer are we going to take it? Because let's get out of our stupor. Let's stop pretending that we're dealing with people who have any interest in having a functioning system. They don't want they they would they don't want to function. They want to create a an oligarchy with a completely disempowered majority, a working class. That you're nothing but a bunch of uh just hosts from which to suck profit and discard for these parasites. And they want you as malleable and compliant and complicit as possible. So here's this person. We don't get his name or her name. I thought it was a hoax. Well, how, well, I guess because you're dumb, I'm sorry, you're dead. But you believed a con man. That's when sort of like the those who fell for Trump University. Oh, I thought it was a real university. I'm sorry. You got hooked up with a con man. It happens. I'm not saying that it's completely your fault. Some people are just fooled. He's a con man. It's like, oh, I thought these Trump Network vitamins were going to make me healthy. I'm sorry. Those are non-FDA approved, and they're, they're crap. Oh, God. So um, chalk another death up to the Republican Party. A 30-year-old. I thought this was a hoax. Well, why would, you know, when you say that, you it's not like you didn't hear that somewhere. It's not like the president of the U.S., of the so-called president of the United States wasn't calling it a hoax. Gee, where would you get that from? Meanwhile, in New Zealand... They're going about their business as usual. 43,000 fans pack a stadium for a rugby game after New Zealand beats the coronavirus. From Sports Illustrated, a magazine, Dan Garfield. Oh, no, Gartland, Dan Gartland. People in New Zealand did something this weekend that's a distant memory for Americans. They filled the stadium nearly to capacity for a sporting event. New Zealand says it has successfully beaten the coronavirus. No one has tested positive for the virus since May 22nd. Minister Jacinda Ahern, and you know the socialist, announced last week that the country had successfully halted the spread of the virus, but should be prepared for the possibility of new cases in the future. In the meantime, nearly all of the restrictions put in place to slow transmission of the virus have been lifted. That means sports are back and back to normal. New Zealand has five teams that compete in the Super Rugby team. Blah, 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 blah. 
Now they're talking about rugby. Yeah, look. It's almost like a real, like normal. See? That's a full stadium of, of people who get to enjoy life. Not here. They're opening up Disneyland in spite of the death. Of course, the damn camera goes out of focus again. Well, we just concede defeat to the virus. That's basically it. They were opening up Disneyland since... Why? Why? Oh, we have to open it because of the economy. We can't keep it going. That's, well, I ask again, why? Since the right-wingers and the Republicans, they don't want to help this economy. They are too busy rigging the system, the PPP money and the bailout money, going to grifters, as usual, greedy-ass grifters, sucking money right out of whatever uh, whatever crisis we have. Here they come, swooping down. That's the system Republicans created. They like it like that. And, uh, I mean, you can't let the Democrats completely off the hook. Why did they let it? Why? You know, Nancy Pelosi met with Mitch McConnell, and they, and she basically signed on to everything McConnell said and then presented it to her caucus as a done deal. That's a, that is an effing disgrace. And Nancy Pelosi and all of, this is why, honestly, we need a real revolution in this country uh, from the both sides. Yeah, the Democrats are better, but they're not, many of them are part of the problem. Nancy Pelosi, what the hell? She's not somebody that has big ideas. This is no FDR. The only thing that's working in our favor is that she's 80 effing years old. Take a retirement. Let's get some new normal people. Let's get some FDR Democrats in there. God damn it. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you. This is Tara Buster. We'll be right back. Mamma mia. First of all, I got to tell you, we're doing the Patreon challenge at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. So become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. I haven't had any new patrons in a couple of days, so that's probably why I'm a little bit kind of more... um, not feeling good as I, 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 I hang by a thread as it is. You guys don't even really know. Ask Poppy. She knows. It's hard doing this show. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the chat. Thank you, Jim, of course, for your super chat. And thank you, Stephen Lee, another super chat. Those help, too. You guys are going above and beyond the... Call of Duty because you're also a patron, so thank you. Oh my god. Well, Poppy can call in at any time if she'd like, if she's listening. 
here's something. I just wanted to show you this. This is what prompted me to say, let me get the hell out of this country. Well, first, not just get the hell out of this country, but we should we break this effing country up? Here we go. For those who are listening on Progressive Voices on the podcast, it's another meltdown of the proverbial Karen at some shop somewhere, buying food, not wearing a mask. Someone said something to her, I suppose. She has a conniption and thus caught in the act of being herself a racist Trump starts screaming about freedom, starts screaming about all lives matter, mother effer, and Trump 2020. How come, you know, it's that spiritual axiom, not all ugly on the inside, racist morons are Republicans, but all ugly on the inside, racist morons are Republicans. Oh, yes. So she says, you must be a Democrat. You She's giving the finger. Then she's like, you call me bitch? Look at them. Nice. Look at them. The great American. Um, I don't know. That's your master race, I suppose. That's who's going to make America great. How come we get them on video when we catch them? All, we're always catching them in the act of being themselves, but they're never acting like decent people. They're always acting like morons screaming who won't do anything to help anybody else. They won't put on a mask because that's something against their freedom. What, their freedom to be a dumb bastard, an ugly, dumb bastard. That's what their freedom is. This is why I say today, again, maybe we need to goddamn break this country up. That's where I go. How much? Uh, if it's too much, I can't stand these people. I don't want to live with them. Uh, obviously, they look like they hate us, too. They Let them have their own little, tiny, gross world. They can all live in it. They can build a wall, and they can all die of coronavirus with Twitler as their standard bearer, despite receiving, well, I'm sure he'll win in a landslide. It'll be like Saddam Hussein, 90% of the vote, or 99 or whatever he gets. And Putin, too. So let them go. They're obviously incapable of having a, a, a functioning in society with decent people. That's one of the things. The founding fathers and mothers, they, I guess, assumed that most of us, I don't know, maybe, what do I know what they assumed? That they would they would be capable of... Well, that's why Thomas Jefferson said that we need that education was so important and it's vital to democracy. Do you think these people are educated? Ignorance is their birthright. What do they do in their spare time? These are 
people who listen to they they're on info wars they think that they are getting the inside track they're on qanon talking about conspiracy theory democrat oh you're a democrat she says meanwhile what do you think they're on some kind of public assistance to what uh, what do you want to bet not that hey i don't have anything wrong with that that's fine but you understand that they lack the maturity, the, the, the decency to say thank you. They are, th- th- these are the people that you don't want to put in power. Look at them. Trump 2020. Black lives matter. All lives matter, motherfucker. If only. If all lives mattered, we wouldn't have to say black lives matter. But what does she know? She's just a Trump That is a Trump In its natural environment. I feel like Jane Goodall studying the apes watching this video. It's not a pretty sight, though. We're going to get Poppy in here. Poppy Champlin. What up, <laughs> Did you hear the video on the... Can you hear it? I was watching some of that, Oh, yes. my God. What a world. It's what gross. It's terrible. They're drunk, though. It's like they're drunk. It's like all of his people are drunk or on crack <laughs> or... You know what I mean? Right. They're just drunken idiots. That's right. And they're horrible people, though. They're ugly people on the inside. I mean, they're really yeah, ugly. because they're drunk. They're just out of their minds. I don't know. With, I never with... behaved like that when I was drunk. I, ne- I mean, I was all, maybe I... I was belligerent, but I would never, I don't know if I was like that. That's because you're gay. You don't, you, straight yeah. women when they're drunk are disgusting. <laughs> All right, that's true. Well, she's is she str- what is she? She's gross. Look at and look at the she's her gross. man walking around with his no shirt with his belly hanging yeah. down. Gross. I mean, he's just vile, vile human beings. I had a, I I, met, I ran into one uh, Fourth of July. I oh almost no, had a slap down. What happened? Slap this woman. Well, I apparently I was trespassing on their property. I mean, apparently it was my fault. But oh man, well, they live on the beach. They right. live on the beach, so apparently they think they own the beach. Right. And you know, they would just—I just drove up and was just looking to see if the barge of fireworks was going to be on the beach. And they were just like, "Get out of here!" And they just turned, you know, just so ugly. Just oh, they couldn't wow. just say, oh, "Right, sorry, this is private property." You know? Right. But they were just like, "Get off of my property!" I'm wow. You right. Know, like, right. That's disgusting. Well, yeah. that's who they are. They can't act decent. This is what I mean. Everywhere you look, people are they're hanging by a thread. It seems that right. Uh, right. Everyone is at each other's throats. I don't know if you saw there yeah. was um, a video. Some lady who she uh, I don't know. They have some she bumped into somebody at a Chipotle, and then uh, they drew a gun on the family 
And she's like, oh I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> what? It's turning into the purge. Right, right. And she's like, back up. I am afraid. Back up. And then there was another uh, guy. What? Yeah, I'm afraid. I fear for my uh, my safety. You know, like, so they're trying to make it like they, <laughs> yeah, like they're building a case, so to speak. Like, and there was yeah, a, yeah. another guy in, he was in, I don't know, Home Depot or something. Uh, and he yeah. actually got fired, I think. They, and now that's the other thing, because people get fired. They get on, they become internet famous and they're getting fired. So you just behave yourself. Don't act like a douche. And anyway, this guy was screaming at somebody because they didn't, it's always about not wearing a mask. That's the other thing. So oh. this, there was this guy that was screaming in somebody's face saying, back up, I am afraid. And he was going at, you know, like he was being really aggressive. Let me get this fucking video. Oh, my God. But anyway, it was just ridiculous. And then there was another video of another. Oh, there's all these bastards. They think they're, um, you know, they're somehow they're like, uh, it's like Hamilton. They're fighting for the free truth, justice, and the American way if they're not wearing yeah, a mask. Right? Well, they've made themselves the deputy marshals of masks. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And not wearing a mask while everyone's dying. All right, dum-dums. It's like, yeah. leave us alone. And that, like this one lady at Home Depot. Oh, God. Here comes the music. We have to... Okay. You can hear the music, right? Yeah. Okay, good. That means it's working. So we're on the phone with Poppy Champlin, amazing comedian, friend of Tara Buster, and regular contributor to Tara Buster. Go and check her out at poppychamplin.com and check out her her shows, her live shows. And anyway, so uh, what? A, yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You were gonna I'm plug. A, I'm actually gonna do one on July 25th. You gonna do show. an in-person show? It's not a Zoom yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's no. good. Right, that's good. Yeah. Progress. But there Progress, was but right. so there was this lady when it was um before we went to the break. The the lady at Home Depot, an old lady that you guys might have seen it. I don't know. I could probably find the video, but she uh was asked to wear a mask or not shop in the store. Now it's no mask, no service in many of these right. most of these stores. And she, <laughs> the lady was being really nice to her and asking her, okay, can you please wait outside while I get them? Because she's like, I want the manager, you know. And so can you please wait yeah. outside? And then she sat down in the middle of the floor like she had a tantrum, like a baby would. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> and the woman was like, are you okay, ma'am? Do you need a seat? We have a we have chairs, ma'am. You would you like a seat? We, like we have a therapist, right? <laughs> really, this country needs therapy. That's for sure. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mess, and that's why it you can't you know the whole thing a house divided uh, against itself cannot stand. It is the truth, and they yeah. they are deliberately dividing and conquering this country and it's all right for the unholy dollar that's what it's about they want it is yes 
Yes, it's all for money. Why? 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 Why would a divided country make more money? It's because of the oligarchy. They are. They don't want a functioning democratic society that uh, that is that has an um, that's an egalitarian society that works for all people. They what they're doing. They are deliberately. I mean, look at the look at the the statistics anyway. They're putting but, 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 go ahead, but the, sorry. But the people that the people that vote for him mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. not rich people. No, I know. And so, that's because okay, it's I'm glad you're asking these questions cuz this is really good. This is a good conversation how to it really is what we talk about on the show in a nutshell. The poor, yeah, they are exploiting. This is what the Republicans do, this fake populist shit. So we 40 years ago, the United States was the most upwardly mobile, and we had the slightest, the, sm- the slimmest gap between rich and poor. Uh-huh. 40, yeah. 40 years, fast forward to today, it is now the exact opposite. We are the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap. They started to dismantle the regulations that, I mean, because the middle class didn't wasn't created because the rich were feeling benevolent and they wanted to wanted to trickle on us you know All they, right. it was created only for we only really had a functioning middle class only really uh for a short period of time it's called the great prosperity it's after uh, world war 2 was really a result of the new deal policies which of course being a racist ass country that we are the new deal also excluded black people okay so many of the new yeah. deal policies they couldn't they couldn't partake in they were excluded gi's were black gi's they were excluded from the gi bill they weren't able to buy homes with their gi uh, bill yeah. exactly that's why it's when aoc said the the and you know this is how fucked oh sorry i'm trying not to curse on the show but whatever um <laughs> how uh messed up this country is like for example aoc said that the new deal had racist aspects and then of course like joe scarborough and all the corporate media goes screaming crazy oh aoc says the fdr was racist well let's have an honest conversation yeah he had to get yeah the buy-in of the racist Southerners who at the time had D's after their name, that's incidental. That doesn't really mean anything. But they, they, you know, that's another story. So he had to get the buy-in by excluding black people because that's really the bottom line. The, this country, the original sin of this country is, of course, racism. And we've never right. really dealt with it. And they have exploited that. The last thing that Republicans need to do, want us to do, is to have that truth and reconciliation over race, especially, and become a United States. And so why would they do that? Why would they, what does it mean when we have a divided country? Look at the rich. We have more wealth. There's more wealth in this country. The, The concentration of wealth in this country is yeah, yeah. is worse it's it's beyond uh records right the corporations are reaping record profits the rich 
are richer the the than the the income gap between rich and poor is wider than it was in ancient effing Rome. So they're doing amazingly well in this broken system. So they are here's the thing they don't want us to realize that we're in this together that the working people just like in the french revolution or any time the workers have demanded a seat at the table they they want us to be fighting amongst each other instead of turning our energies at the top and and understanding that the rich really do own this government and they're buying the politicians and they are corrupting government. I mean, we have legal bribes built right into the system. If the the working class unified and and stood together as a unified force, I mean, we there would be nothing we couldn't do. We would have a country that works for all. But there has to be some kind of you know they have to. Here's the thing that if we go um, if we if we tax the rich as they as Eisenhower did yeah. at a ninety percent top marginal tax rate. That would that is stopping an intergenerational aristocracy. There is nothing more patriotic than that. And so Let's do it. That's why but this is why they keep us fighting with each other because it's a wasted energy they and then the democrats this is another reason why the democrats we need a progressive revolution in this country because the democrats will of course they're better they're not complete monsters but they won't they're not doing anything um radical like that's not even radical what we're what we're asking for is we're not asking we can't ask we have to demand but we need to have policies re- policies that we have had had in this country at different times yeah. like a 90% top marginal tax rate like a union a a 35% unionized workforce and you know what i mean the stuff like that will where you tax the rich prog- with progressive taxation so that they don't have such concentrated wealth where they buy politicians and who write the laws to make, you know what I mean? So anyway, it really comes down to money and politics and also the, this divide and conquer. Yeah. And the rich, but that's the thing. The, the ass, the um, Trump and they're not rich. These are useful idiots. No, no, exactly. Because, I I have a theory. I don't know. I think I'm correct. And I think there has been some studies. They, it's, you know, we, um, we always hear about the white working class, the Trump base, the white working class, how he's, uh, whatever, whatever. They voted for Trump because they know that there's something wrong. Their jobs have been sent overseas. Their economy is, you know, like, for example, during the Great Prosperity, the number one employer in this country was general motors that had yeah a i think uh a uh 30 dollar um an hour or whatever i'm not sure exactly what their what their hourly rate was but they had um it, it, that was the primary the number one employer who you would had you had decent working conditions it was a unionized workforce the number one private employer let me clarify and you could yeah. retire uh, in security and with a pension. Now it's Walmart, where 
you they don't pay a living wage not even close where they have the number they have the majority uh, or the whatever the however you say it is the most people on public assistance and oh who, my God, yeah. yeah who are working for Walmart so they they're working and they're on public assistance so this is not an accident this happened through policies it happened through trade tax and tariff policies and in the meantime, what Democrats do is they throw subsidies at the poorest of the poor. Instead of fixing the broken system, they'll throw a subsidy at, at some poor people. So it's sort of like, okay, shut up. Here's a subsidy. And, and it makes them feel, I guess, like they're doing something. But it really enables the broken system. It doesn't help ultimately it doesn't help fix it you know okay, hold on but that that's how they do it they divide and conquer and they use that's why you will never hear a republican say let's evolve let what do you mean when you say black lives matter <laughs> you know oh what are you what is your american experience no that's why they say all lives matter because they don't want that conversation and ultimately, oh, what I was going to say was that there, it really is racism. And they have done studies on these Trump Z's that they're, it's, you know, they all this talk about the economic insecurity of the white working class. That may be true, but it is really, it boiled down to racism for them because Trump, he's, really? he tells it, well, in their minds, he says, well, they, they're telling it like it is. He's not telling it like it is. He's telling it like it was when, yeah. you know, and he's, and they're these white people, some of these racist white people, they, that's like their greatest thing. And in fact, like we played a James Baldwin clip of him saying that it's, uh, as, as horrible as their lives are they can at least say, at least I'm not black. And at least, you know, they could kick down on somebody else. They're above somebody else in their minds. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. if they don't even realize. That's why, I mean, why would you say, why would you not even have that conversation? You know this country has this racist-ass history, and, they, you know, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to understand anybody else's experience but their own. Not right. you know. There was never. There was never. Hasn't has there ever been a president? I mean, I'm surprised Obama didn't put in right. to his presidency uh, reparations and, and right. I'm sorry. He would never. He no, would like never. A, right. Yeah. How come he didn't do that? Repara I mean, no, no, no. Reparations are very divisive because we don't have we we don't have the uh, maturity, in my opinion, to really recognize just how racist this country is and just how much how we have been built on racism that and that's why we need yeah. to teach the real history of this country you're sure you have as and people talk about like taking down statues of general of uh washington and jefferson it's i don't i don't I, i'm not I'm not for taking those statues down because I feel like that will will that just triggers the unnecessary angst in the unnecessary right. div I, I, for yeah I feel like take down you know these the traitor statues the people who were traitors to this country 
But we really should teach the real history of Jefferson and Washington and their their slave-owning hypocrisy and how that, why not teach about that? Yeah, even those who wrote all men are created equal, they weren't talking about women. They weren't talking about anybody who wasn't white, a white man, a white property owner. So talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's teach that and teach that this is why you, as we are uh, trying to have a more perfect union, you have to really guard against the uh, lower, um, you know, base or whatever that is in the human condition that would would enable somebody to do that. Because we're otherwise, yeah. Well, you yeah. Know, I, I, I was watching this program on MSNBC last night and they were talking about, you know, all the, the statues and everything coming mm-hmm. down and, and the, how there was this auction block in, in Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they wanted to get rid of that auction block mm. uh, because it was just a painful reminder of right. how we treated these people. But there was another monument to somebody else, some other slave trader, and it looked exactly like the Washington Monument. Oh, wow. like really? It, yeah, it's like this giant pillar, you know, with the pointy top, and to me it right. looks like a Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right, right. You know? And mm-hmm. it's like, holy shit. Yeah, this one it it was built that the 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 Washington has the largest right you right. know racist monument standing. It's true, right? Well, people even think we we were watching a, a clip from The View with Joy Reid and all them, and uh, we call it The View from the Ivory Tower, but. And Joy Reid was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Though. Joy Reid was like, oh, we should, what about Washington? We should do something with, he, she was defending Washington. Because he freed his slaves at his at the end of his life. That's really um, uh, more, there's a more complicated story there. Uh, and we talked about it on the show about Washington slave. Uh, he owned a woman called Oni Judge who escaped him. And and Martha, because after she was, she thought that she was going to be freed by them, and then she, for however, she found out that Martha had bequeathed her in her will oh. to her granddaughter. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. so she was oh like, "I'm out of here, bitches!" And <laughs> yeah, and so Washington pursued her and hounded her for the rest of her life. He. Really? Yeah, like he caught, he thought um, it was really, um, what do you call it? It was really mean of her. Like it was insulting. Why would you run away? He he took it personally. <laughs> he thought that she, didn't I treat you well? And Yeah, it, yeah. But he was also not a great, he, he also, we, we read a story here a couple of shows ago of, of him um, he was one of the, he, he, um, really worked the, his slaves mercilessly. So he wasn't he like, did? yeah. And he, ex- that's how he thought. And he really did. He really was a, an unabashed racist. Cause he thought that if any, and there are writings where he says, if, I mean, I'm just paraphrasing if you don't watch that, you know, they are black people in general are, uh, whatever they yeah they you have to watch them or they won't 
be they won't work you have to really mercilessly like and he was also merciless in his punishment against them too i mean there were worse yeah uh, but there are worse i mean there are real i watched this whole thing because i i um i like the the great courses you guys know i talk about the great courses even though they don't sponsor the show i don't know why i talk about it why should i you like the great courses yes but there's i like it but then i had a thing with them because they said democrat party i don't want to go into it because i was watching one of their their um it was the impeachment of andrew johnson movies and they in the script it said democrat party Instead of Democratic Party, there is no Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is an epithet. It is a pejorative that the Republicans deliberately use to um, to disparage the Democratic Party. The name of the party is the Democratic Party. So they have used it yeah. so much that it's now in a in a script at the great courses and I tweeted at them like what is this this is and I clipped it out and they find they actually responded after tweeting numerous times and also tagging the democratic party and they were like yeah, oh I we don't think that they're that great oh yeah you watch the great courses no I bought a a, a, a course on the what great courses of vocabulary and writing yeah, it all and depends. I just found it. I just found it very. Um, oh, what's the word when things just go around and around? You know, mm, like repetitive. Not coming to. No, not coming to a conclusion. Uh, like finishing their thoughts and making it concise. And and I did find it somewhat. Um. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. It didn't feel. It didn't feel democratic. Mm, you know. Yes. Hmm. It didn't feel what? Well, Democratic? It didn't feel, yeah, it, it felt. Really? It felt like um, the words that they would use, that they were trying to teach and whatnot, were like huh. in, instigating kind of words. And huh. I don't know. I guess it depends. Good with this. Well, it all depends on, as always, the teacher and right. uh, you know, any, any teacher, even we all know like when i was in college and um i'm sure other people they you can relate it all the teacher can make or break whatever subject it right. is so i don't know who they i've had i've watched some great courses that i really like there's a teacher yeah. one of the professors who does a lot of the roman courses i really like him and yeah it's it all depends on the course. I but guess. I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, on the teacher. teacher in third grade. Yes, like, I. Me her? too. No, no. Tell me. Yes. Yeah. Mrs. Sidlowski in third grade. She instead of us sing, singing "Star Spangled Banner" every morning, we had to sing her favorite song, which was "Dear Heart." <laughs> That's so not "Dear Heart." How do you? What is that? Dear, Dear Heart. Wish you were here. Oh my God! Doo-doo. Can you believe it? A that instead of that every morning to her. That's amazing. Instead of the Star yeah. Spangled Banner, that's the best. Uh huh. That's so great. Could you imagine? Us, oh my God! <laughs> Good. And then, she, and then she told us, and then she told us that there were snipers out in the potato fields, and that when we went to the 
pencil sharpener, we had to duck down under the window so we didn't get shot. Why would she do that? Was somebody, was she, were you bringing, wait, maybe she didn't want somebody else to see that she was taking her children out of the school. You know what I mean? So she made you all duck down so nobody could see you. I don't know. (laughs) What? You're like, (laughs) what? Well, I had a nice teacher too in, in third grade who I really like. His name was Mr. Ruff. Well, is. I think he's still alive. In fact, I was what? talking to some. I don't know if he's alive now. This was years ago. I was talking to somebody um, whose child was going to. Well, I was talking to the kid. My friend's kid was going to yeah. my my PS8 where I went. And I said, oh, I had my famous, my fa- my favorite teacher, Mr. Ruff. I loved him, and he taught us about the Iroquois Indian, and he was just an amazing teacher. I still remember him. Then she said, that's my teacher. So, oh. Yeah. Well, she said he was retiring soon, but he must have been really oh. old. Oh, my God. It's pouring out. Scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Scared me. Not here yet. Not in Rhode Island. Wow. It's pouring out. Well, anyway, so let's keep going. We have many things. There's so much going on. What else is happening with you? Uh, Just to say hello, everybody. Let me see uh, what's on the chat here. Let me see if anybody... uh, If anybody... Let me see. I can't find you guys. But go ahead. You could talk. Go ahead. Talk. We need to talk. This is a talk show. (laughs) I can't tell if I'm starting to lose it or not, you know? Tell me. We kind of... Joker's on again, and I'm watching it again. And I Joker? start to relate to Joker. Oh God, yeah. really? Right. You know, I'm like, uh oh, I'm going crazy because <laughs> I'm a comedian, and comedians are effed up. That's true. And and I haven't been able to perform in so long. Right. That you know, I just start performing in the market now. I just start telling jokes <laughs> to people at the market. And how do they <laughs> respond? I mean, there's an audience there. I don't know. Not well. I just keep not well. to talk to people. And nobody wants to talk. As long as they don't pull a gun on you. Like that lady. Oh, yeah, but or these Trump fans. talk to you. Everybody's too nervous. It's true. I think everybody's just on edge, and that's the problem. This country yeah. is sick. It is really suffering. Really? I I have a theory that it's we're suff- we're all suffering from PTSD, and this is mm-hmm. why this. If Joe Biden wins, and I hope he does, just to stop the bleeding. Yeah. But yeah. if we if he is the president, we've we have more work to do, and partly that's why the show, this show, and others like it are so important, because people just don't seem to get it i think i don't know that it's not you know we can't just go back to brunch we have to have a system we have to build a system like what fdr talked about this how you win a lasting peace you Mm -hmm. build a working class because he even said it i mean how many other presidents have warned us as well about the stuff of dictatorship into mm-hmm. the disunity, into the disparity, the income disparity that we have. That's how a dictator is born. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. If, if Twitler decided to run for office in, a, in an economy that was working for all, he would never get out of the gate. 
there's no way he would be laughed off of the stage or you know it, he would have been right. laughed off the escalator right he it's should true. have been laughed off the stage i can't believe he, this even happened it's unreal and that's why i'm like we we have a lot of work to do also uh that's why we have to really and this is what bothers me about joe biden is that he he gives the republicans too much credit really like he says he's gonna work with them and what are you gonna work with them for this is an aber this this is a an irredeemable party they are Mm -hmm. crooks look at what they've done to this country Uh, in uh, every time they get their disgusting greedy fingers around the neck of power how many people have to die how many fake wars not fake wars illegal wars yeah how many right. p- Americans have to die? How many Americans have to uh, ha- die without health care? Or how many Americans have to be killed by cops? How many Americans? Right. I mean, how much longer do we take it? Really? And now, I don't know. Really? I don't know why there isn't an uprising. Like, what's going on with the protests? And how come the mm-hmm. whole country isn't in a protest? Because they have a so goddamn divide. This is why media is important. Me, they wouldn't have been able to do what they have done without their propaganda outlets. See, we we have a whole other side of this country that they don't listen to shows like this. They're listening to Fox News. They're listening to Hannity and Breitbart, who are run by billionaires that are deliberately uh, lying to them. I mean, they've done, they've done studies. How are they coming up with these? How are they coming up with these horrific ideas? Like what? What horrific idea? Oh, the horrific idea is to divide and to call everything a fucking hoax. Oh, God. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, that's just Trump. But he just shows us what... Uh, that 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 the Republicans are an irredeemable party. Look at who they made their standard bearer, and they protect him. Uh, forget about right. it. And everything that he's done now. Apparently, Mitch Romney has come out and he's criticized Trump for pardoning Roger Stone. So in Trump's administration, right. the good get uh, get drummed out of service. They right. get rid of the decent people and they elevate the crooks and the con men and the people who who effing plead guilty, like Michael right. Flynn, who pled guilty yeah. twice to. I mean, how many? Also, what was the other the conspiracy against the United States was one of the charges that he pled right. guilty to. Uh, you know, if imagine this is how you know Republicans are an irredeemable party because if that was Obama, if one one person conspiracy against the United States, it was a, when he wore a tan suit, that was a conspiracy against the United (laughs) States. Right. (laughs) Right. So now it's the actual conspiracies against the United States are business, you know, no harm, no foul. And it's like, you never, I can't everywhere you look, everywhere it started with the first day when he got in office where he one of the first things he did a couple of things they all of his executive orders 
one of the first executive orders was rolling back the fiduciary laws where fi- uh, financial advisors had to have your best interests at heart. Oh, well, what what could that hurt when you allow, you know, <laughs> this is this is the man of the people, right? And then another thing that he did was make it legal for hunters to shoot hibernating bears. I mean, this, this, oh this is a God. disgusting, disgusting, vile. Because his son likes to hunt. Yeah, like you got to hunt. What's the hunting when you're shooting somebody when yeah. they're sleeping? Sleeping. <laughs> Freaking disgusting ghouls. Going. And and also bear cubs. That's another. You know, they weren't. There was. There were rules. Oh, now a hunter can just shoot a sleeping bear mom and her couple of cubs. Why? Why not? That's isn't that fun? How uh, these people are gross. They're disgusting. And everywhere there. How come we don't see? You know, everybody has a camera now. Everybody has. uh, They're all getting internet famous with their masks and having tantrums. But we never hear, we never see a video of them acting decent. I think I might faint if I saw one, right? Right. Hold on. And nothing, um, we're talking with Poppy Champlin, comedian, amazing comedian, amazing friend, and Tara Buster, regular contributor. But I have to say that nothing... Ha- nothing really um, personifies just how broken this country is. Well, besides everything else that personifies it, yeah, that, right? right? <laughs> it, ex- but ha- um, except how Disney World has reopened Open. in the middle of a pandemic, and yeah. um, hello, what? This is they just uh-huh. conceded defeat basically. All of the all of the Republicans' plans, you know, the 14 days to stop the spread. Remember this? Pence coming out and giving a press conference, 14 14 days to stop this. And I guess we just forget about that. Why are you wasting our time? They come. This is what we all see right in front of our faces: the con, the grift. Just pretend. Oh, here we go. We made up a PDF, 14 days to stop the spread. If it doesn't work out, oh, well, we, we open anyway. They, how are they going yeah. to? Really? It's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm of two minds about it, too, because I'm, I'm sort of like, all right, Darwin, take the wheel. Let, let it go. Mm-hmm. Just take these but Trump that's what Trump is doing. Right. That's what it feels like they're doing. They're letting the wildfire burn. Right. And they're burning all the. It feels like they're burning all the the dead wood. That's it, 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 from the from the floor of the forest, and they're letting it burn. Yes. And no. You're right. They're letting people die, and they're not doing anything to stop it. Because they don't mm-hmm. care about those people. That is and those right. Are the people that vote for him. That is right. There was now that you're saying this, I'm I'm looking this up. There was a Republican, especially what you how you described it. There's, there was a where is this Republican um, who said that exact thing. What is that called when they burn out the fire that the coronavirus? Yeah. Um, he said oh, that. Yeah, just yeah, letting it burn. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Republican. Let me see. Far. If I look up forest fire. Yes. 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 But there was a guy. 
Uh, let me see. Republican says, I'm just, I mean, it's healthy for a florist to burn that stuff out, but I don't think it's healthy for a country to do that. No. Well, they're all, he's this one. I'm trying to find the exact, maybe somebody on the chat can say, cause he said that same exact thing. He, he, I'm trying to find who it was exactly, but that's how they put it that, oh, we have to burn it's down because it's it'll be good for our social safety net and getting rid of all of the dead weight and the dead you know you're just a dead nothing you're nothing if you can't be yeah what's that yeah they're calling they're calling old people yes and they're calling people with pre-existing conditions and they're calling black people Mm -hmm. and they're calling latino people and people that are having trouble fighting the virus they're calling them dead weight. They yes. Let them burn. Right. Right. It's disgusting. It's what? Disgusting. And th- I thought that all lives mattered, though. Right? All lives oh, mattered? Yeah. That, that's why. Right. They're such goddamn hypocrites beyond compare, beyond belief. And I don't know. I go back and forth, and I'll bring it up again because it just popped into my mind because... I just wondered, are we uh, are we going to be able to have a functioning country with these goddamn albatrosses, these anchors around our 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 ankles? And maybe we should break it up, this country. Break it up. Break oh. it in two. I don't know. Sometimes I, I'm like, just secede. Half the time, I mean, on the show, we talk about go golf. Get the hell out already. What are you waiting for? Why are you bothering what? us? If it's such a burden, like we on a couple of shows ago, the another uh, the the, hypocr- the hypocrisy of Republicans, the Ann Rand Institute taking PPP money, you know, just like Ann Rand herself, uh. right? But when reality meets um, their ideology, they always end up. They're all they're all socialists now, right? Every time. But in the meantime, we all have to we have to endure listening to their bullshit constantly. And Yeah. But go ahead, sorry. What what is um Kanye West? Who is that? Oh, Kanye West? Kanye West? Kanye West? Yeah, Kanye West. He's going to run for president? Oh god. I mean, he was I have I have no idea. I saw that on Twitter. And I thought, this is another waste of energy right here. And, and he, he was dressed up as a clown, and he got, like, I don't know how many millions of dollars in his PPP he, package from, right. from the president. Well, that's it. The, a, lot he, of, a lot of these, all these rich, they were able to get the list from the, I don't know how they got it, some... Uh, I think it might have been Freedom of Information, but they got the list that Mnuchin was trying to hide, the the list of people oh. who... Yeah, they, that's one of the things. Isn't this... They're just so out in the open with their corruption that they hide. Yeah. They were trying to hide it. And it's so... Yeah. They feel so put upon that we get to see who who robbed the American people. They hate this country. Right. That's what it's. Well, they love it. They love the um, attaching their greedy gullets to our federal treasury like goddamn parasites. But they really yeah. hate a, a democratic 
republic, a constitutionally limited democratic republic that works for all. They hate the working class. They hate the working... Because if they really did, think about this. If they loved this country and they were really working for the people that they pretend to represent, would they put them in danger? Would they risk their lives telling them that this is a hoax? You know what I mean? They wouldn't. Right. And, and they wouldn't unleash the idiots, the idiots on, on the society. They only do that because it's, I mean, it really works into, in their game plan, divide and conquer. And and everybody, I don't know. Did you see this couple that we we talked about them on the show? They um, they took out weapons and the Black Lives Matter. They they lived in a gated community, and the Black Lives Matter were um, having a protest, and they went they yeah. they went into the gated community. Oh well. I'm all for that. They were all like, this is a private property. All the right-wingers who supposedly love America, right? They're so freedom. It's private property. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, <laughs> what do you care, private? I mean, that's, these are people that walk around in tri-corner hats and, uh, and 1,700, <laughs> you know what I mean? Private, like, like the founders were the ones who committed a million dollar act of vandalism against private property. It was called the Boston Tea Party, but okay. Now they Right. Exactly. So what are you talking about? So they walked so Black Lives Matter activists and protests went into this gated community and these two assholes went out there with assault weapons Uh-oh. pointing guns at everybody. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. And they of course got um you know, they they lawyered up. These they're rich. These these are lawyers themselves, but they got a lawyer. And yeah. They were saying we were so afraid for our lives. Mm-hmm. They're so afraid. So that's the that's the that's the new line, huh? Yep, yep. We're afraid. Oh, they're coming to get us. They were like, oh, it's like the Bastille, but apparently, where is this? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Florida. I had the dim. I had the damn article, but now I lost it. Uh, I think they got arrested, which I was going to... Oh, good. I know. <laughs> well, it took them long enough. And I think their their guns what? were um, were confiscated. Let me see. Where is the... Cause they were I don't called... understand... Go ahead. How... If, if they have the... If they have the right to carry permits, I don't understand... How like I don't understand how those excuse me those people went into Michigan's capital with loaded with all of their I know uh, how did how was that legal because whatever right wingers do they get away with it you could you imagine what would happen if Black Lives Matter did that with assault weapons right. Forget it. They would be murders. Yeah, I am beclumped over that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Wait, hold on. We'll be right back. We're talking to Poppy Champlin. This is Tara Devlin. See you in a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Is this the end of the show? No, let me see. Oh, my God, it's the end of the show. But it's not really. You can listen to the rest of the show (laughs) on iTunes or on demand on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. My name is Tara Devlin. 
please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and support the independent liberal media. We stick together, we win, because we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy, right side of humanity, and we can't do it without you. I'll see you soon. Right, that's over. Now we're on. See, okay, we are. Um, we have to cut the show down for progressive voices. So the progressive voices yeah. part of the show is over, but the show will go on. The show continues on uh, on every other platform. So anyway, yeah, that because they sell commercials on progressive voices now. Oh, okay. Even though I don't see a dime. And, <laughs> and that's because my life sucks. What can you do? No, I can't say that. That's bad karma to say that. I'm sorry. You, I shouldn't disparage myself. Another, what? Did you get another job? Shut up. No. What are you talking about? No. Uh, did I get another job? No. No, yeah. I didn't get another job. No. Mm. Not yet. Well, I don't want to talk well. about this on on uh, right here online on live oh. TV. No, we're still on Facebook. What? Yes, we're on Facebook. We're, we're on YouTube. We're on... Yes, okay. So for everybody who's tuning in, I work. I have a freelance job. That's what I was doing, trying to make money. This is why I ask people to become patrons so we can do a show every day instead of having to go out and do work in the gig economy, trying to f- hustle up work. But I was ha- I had a full-time freelance job working for AT&T slash DirecTV doing television work, which is what I do on the side. And uh, they took PPP money and they, uh, the CEO announced his retirement with a $270 million a month pension and also, uh, yeah, on top of his $33 million a year, and then they proceeded ah! to fire uh, thousands and thousands of people, including me. Even though, well, I'm just a freelancer, but they fired um, a lot of thousands of staff as well. So that's the story um, wow. there. And I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm trying to do this. So that's why I ask people to be a patron and support the show and blah, blah, blah. If that comes down, yeah, we'll have a real show that goes on every single day, like Randy Rose, like Tom Hartman. Otherwise, maybe, I don't know, maybe I can't do the show every day. Maybe we'll, I'll just hang it up and say, fuck it. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, because I think about that too every day. I think about it every goddamn, about approximately every 15 minutes, I think about it. So uh, <laughs> for the past, uh, for as long as I've been doing the show, it, it is frustrating. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, if you don't get enough money, I mean, it's all about the money. I mean, it just seems like, like I could have made it as a comedian and a movie star out in L.A. had I had some money, right? you know. You mm-hmm. have to keep working in order to stay out there. That's but in right. order to stay out there, you got to go on the road. So right. you're not really out there. And, you know, but if you had a backer and money and people that were helping, 
you know, it's a, so much easier. Like, That's even right. Even just a, P, a PR person, somebody that, that, right. that just keeps pump, pumping and pumping and pumping you, then you make it, you know? You, That's you, it. You make it. No, yeah. I know. I know. I don't know. I, I wonder sometimes because I'm like, well, we have a we have a lot of we have a core group of supporters on the show. Yes, I know do. I do, and mm-hmm. they are here now. They're watching the show. They they support the show. But then I think they're awesome. No, I am entirely grateful. So I. But think, I mean, how much money can they throw? That's they what I mean. That's why like us. Why we need to grow the goddamn show. So and then I look at other liberal talk shows. And I'm like, well, what the hell? How do they do it? How are they getting patrons? How are they? And then they, I guess they have, maybe they have money. Like I knew, I know some yeah. other comedians, you know, who like, who have like a trust fund. They have, they're not, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So. And they get to make it because they can focus. They don't have to worry. Right. The they don't have to work. So have to work. Uh, that's why I oh, I say, you know, I joke. It's not true. It is true, though. I can't I, I don't get out of the goddamn tri-state area. I don't have a day off. I work every single day on the show when I don't have and I barely sleep. So I get up. Wow. I do the show. I do what I can to keep a roof over my head on top of it. I'm not like, you know, we don't you have the streets at night for money. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You don't have to put on that red dress. But that's right why there. we are in this boat, frankly. And I always, I tell everybody on the on the platform on the show, I the the about Breitbart. That's true. They the the that that effing hack Andrew Breitbart. He started Breitbart dot com, and then the Mercer family came in and gave him six million dollars to build to build the website and they continued to fund it they're not they don't have to work or uh get patrons or they have a billionaire backer as long as they are pushing the right wing anti-democratic line so this is why there is there the money is not in liberal talk shows it's in conservatism if you wanted to be a conservative you'd find a backer quick enough they're not gonna Mm -hmm. if if breitbart turned around tomorrow and started talking about uh democratic solutions a new deal and taxing the rich and limiting corporate power and having a country that worked for all having a truth and reconciliation about our racist ass history forget it They'd be done. Forget it. They would be done wow. instantaneously. Yeah. So, eh, whatever. We'll see how long I can do it. If I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Now you 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 really depress me. So. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. What time is it? Is it over? Yet? I I'm 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 doing gardening and landscaping. Mm mm mm-hmm. That's that's my new business. I'm making raised beds and I'm doing landscaping and I'm working with tools and. You know, how do you weird. do that? It's like, what do you do? I, I, I have tools and I go out and I, I, I make shit. Like what? <laughs> you make shit. Well I, well, I make, I make raised beds. I got another order for one, two, three. I got five more orders for raised beds and flower boxes. Mm. 
I go out to construction sites and I and I dumpster dive and I get out old wood that has been thrown away. I wow. take all the nails out and I and I build shit. Well, that's cool. Yeah. See? And, and I mean, I and got, this is uh, Poppy Champlin. She's been on Oprah. She's had her own logo <laughs> special. She's been on yeah. Showtime. You know what I mean? Hello. Yeah. That's why you, if you're an independent artist, you you gotta hustle constantly. That's right. That's right. So, but so what do you what do you now, sell? Do you, I mean, I don't know. I never seen this. What do you? What does it look well, like? Well, now I well I right now they started at sixty bucks for a raised bed. Now I'm up to seventy five bucks for a raised bed. What is a raised bed? Do I don't understand what that is. Well, it's just a giant flower box that you you grow oh. vegetables. Oh, in. okay. I see. I see. I thought you meant like a bed, like in your bedroom or something. Oh no. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. vegetables outside. I see. Okay, now I understand. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Do, that's a very nice thing. Like a little. Um, you know, cut. So deer don't come and eat the flowers. Is that it? Or yeah, well, like... I have to. I, some people, I had to make a cage over it so they wouldn't. Right, right. That's but good. Some, but something got in. Something got in. I don't know what it was, but something got in. Raccoons. Probably they're tough, man. No, the I know. I do know the raccoons because I do the feral cat thing. That's a volunteer thing. I work with the New York City feral cats. Where there's one area oh, yeah. that well, I go and help uh, and feed the feral cats and set up their little communities of, and little shelters for them. And we so we go out and we feed them and stuff. But Anyway, wow. this one area, there are definitely raccoons because these little, they're crafty and we put out food. They constantly get it. It doesn't matter how we we make it, try to secure it. They're, they have hands with thumbs, okay? Oh, so. yeah. They, they have opposable thumbs. Right. Maybe they need to rule the world. So They are. They're, they're smart. <laughs> They are. I think they're cute. They're like they're like uh, Mother Earth's little bandits. They even have masks yeah. across their faces, like bandit masks. <laughs> I think they're cute. Yep. I like them. I like them a lot. They are. But here, like <laughs> I'll take them. I like. I wish. Well, somebody. I would say. I wish you could keep them as pets. No, you can't keep them as pets. They're too mischievous. I think I saw something about somebody who had an orphaned raccoon and he brought it and he he raised it as a pet but it was you know constantly tearing up his house really so it's not like you can really tame them they're not like cats like cats will just chill out and cats are cool because they they're very chill and you can you know they're what are they doing right now here they're hanging out they're (laughs) sleeping somewhere i don't know they're very nice to have around but let's yeah. let me see what's going on i haven't checked in with the chat in a while uh, in with the chat joker's ch- about to blow away uh murray on the tv you and jokers <laughs> i uh, stop getting your in from your inspiration from joker i know here he goes he's gonna do it <laughs> oh my god it's like comedians are we, we get a bad rap oh he did it Oh, oh man! Well, you've terrible. seen it before. You knew it was coming. So anyway, guys, <laughs> on the chat, on the chat, I just want to say hello. Oh God, this fucking thing. This is another thing that bothers me. Stupid thing in the back always goes off. 
Um, thank you all for your super chats. And oh, yeah. like Stephen Lee and Jim and Shannon, thank you so much. We have uh, how many people we got in our chat? We're getting some good chatters. People are chatting up. Oh, yes. So let's go back to we have about 20 minutes left on the show. Just letting you know um, what I was talking about. I don't know if you saw those two people. They were. Wait, wait. Whatever you're doing in the background is too loud. It's too much. You have to chill. Sorry. Out. It's banging and banging. So I'm sorry, I dropped a knife. Oh, okay. I oh, so Mark and <laughs> Patricia McCloskey, did you see them? It, they went viral last month after brandishing weapons at a Black Lives oh. Matter group. I don't know if you saw them. She looked like the goddamn Hamburglar. She was wearing black and white striped <laughs> shirt. It's she's amazing. No, she's not. I mean, amazing and and uh, if you if amazing means stupid, but they right, right. um and then of course they um they went and they got a lawyer. Well, they're lawyers. They live in a they live in a gated community, and they of course pr- frame themselves as um as victims. You know, I don't know right. and. Well, it just came across, what is today? Yes, it's the 11th. Today at 3 o'clock, husband and... Well, the 11th. Yeah, it's the 11th, yeah. Um, I think it's the 12th. No, it's the 11th. I'm looking but at the... But it's a Tuesday. Oh, my God, help me. Um, well, that's tax debt. Yeah, I'm not, we're talking about Mc, Patricia McCluskey right now, though. A husband and oh, wife oh, oh. who... I don't know what's happening. What's going on? A husband and wife who were caught on video brandishing firearms at protesters outside their... Oh, it's St. Louis. I thought it was Florida for a second. Outside their St. Louis home have turned their rifle over to police after a search warrant was executed. Authorities went to Mark and Patricia McCloskey's home on Friday amid an ongoing investigation into the incident. The couple went viral last month after arming themselves with a rifle and a handgun as they confronted a group of protesters outside and recent uh, protesting police brutality and recent actions by the mayor, which were the mayor went online and read the addresses of everybody who signed a petition to defund the police. So... Basically, she was calling for not basically. That's what she was doing. She's intimidating the the people. Wow. Right. So, oh, you signed a petition to defund the police. Now, here are the addresses of the people who signed this petition. So, are you paying attention, police? If they call for the police, don't show up. Even though they're taxpayer. I mean, when they say defund the police, we're talking about let's return the police to um you know the the uh your friendly neighborhood officer not somebody who's looks like they're armed in the middle of f- freaking fallujah you know yeah right how right. much fallujah. right how many uh how much they have to show up to protests in riot gear you know mm-hmm. I, that just says it all Nobody uh, here in New York City, we saw the video of the police knocking protesters, not even protesters. The people were walking. They're saying, OK, everybody disperse. 
And there are videos of the police going up behind people, pushing them over, kicking them when they're down. I mean, it's... Wow. Yeah. It was disgusting. And giving uh, white power symbols. That's another thing. I know. It's really disgusting. So, um... This is. I wonder. I wonder. I just thought I'd bring it up just to uh, to sh- this McCluskey, these McCluskey bastards, to see, because uh, yeah, they're they got their guns taken away, and um, sure. yeah, the couple. Oh, where is it? In a video on the uh, uh, of the June twenty eighth incident, Mark McCluskey is heard yelling, "Get the hell out of my neighborhood! Private property! Get out!" So then when they show him on the news talking about how he was in fear for his life, and all he said was, please leave. Please leave my neighborhood. This is private property. You know, of course, in his mind. Right? They never. They're right. just They're so afraid for their lives. Meanwhile, they're the ones with the goddamn assault weapons and a right. gun pointing at people's heads. Like, just pointing at it. I don't know I, wow. if you've seen them. I'm I'm gonna put it up on the screen. What I'm looking at right now, they look ridiculous too. If that's freedom, see let's see. If you I know what? I, you know bigger. what is ironic? What? What is so ironic? And I see that somebody, Jean Gilda Mayo, just posted something about how there's 210 miles of wall, but. <laughs> The thing about the wall in, in Mexico and keeping the Mexicans out, um, and now Europe and Mexico and all of our neighbors, now they're going to keep Americans I out. I know, right? Yep. Isn't that ironic? Yep. It's not just ironic. It's sad and pathetic, really, because we are the I pariah. Mean, it's karma. It's, Absolutely. It's karma. We're the pariah of Earth. We definitely are. Yeah. That we're vile, we're we're vile and disgusting. Why would you want to yeah. let us in? We are contaminated by this Twitler right. virus. We might right. people who are working really hard to fight this virus. Why would they let us in? Like New Zealand? Would they let us in? No way. They eradicated no. the virus. It's done there. They're going back to business as usual. They're able to get yeah, together. So- Good yeah, for them. <laughs> and well, so that's happy for them, and that's a, and that's a woman in charge. Well, and a socialist you know, too. She's a socialist and a socialist too. Mm-hmm. And Gina Raimondo here in Rhode Island, she's doing a great job. You know, mm. it's like the women; they mm. know how to help and protect their citizens. Right. For some reason, shit ass doesn't give a crap because he he's incapable. That's the thing. He. There's only oh, he, he's a con man. Mentally. Well, he's yeah. a con man. Yeah. He's never he's not he could never do anything for real. 14 days to stop the spread. That's his their plan to reopen <laughs> America. They don't even follow their own stupid 14 14 whatever the hell to stop the spread. That yeah. they they were in order to open according to their own documents their own suggestion their own plan i should say it's we needed to have a plan well that's well initially supposedly there was it was supposed to be um we would have 14 days of continuous lowering 
of uh, every single day, the coronavirus cases would get lower and lower and lower. And if that was happening for 14 days, open up, everything can start opening. So they don't, it's not even happen. It's not happening anywhere. The coronavirus oh cases are going through the roof everywhere. It, it's not a Texas, spike. Arizona. Exactly. No. People are dying. And in record. They're getting, they're getting, they, they, they need the PPE again. They need right. the gowns again. They need the ventilators again. And still the government hasn't yep. gotten their shit together to, 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 as he says, put out the fires. Right. He doesn't even have a truck. Right, exactly. Except, right, what are they talking about on Breitbart? Let's go see. Oh, no. For example. Wait, how do you go see that? I go, right, you go to Breitbart.com. <laughs> how do I see that? You just go uh, go there. Let's see. My um, What's their headline? Mike Pence on Supreme Court. Be, maybe no issue... More important to the life of the nation than the destiny of SCOTUS. See, they have nothing. All they got to do, the the Supreme Court thing, that's red meat for their base, you see. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. So they got close to uh, Right. They want... Well, they, they lost, well, uh, stuffing uh, the courts. That's what any Nazi fascist regime does. This is what they do. They stuff the courts. They have to make, they have to nullify democracy by using the mechanisms of democracy. This is what they're doing. And that's exactly what the Nazis yeah, did yeah. do. And they, uh-huh. and they make these promises to their mouth-breathing bay. Oh, we're going to stuff the courts with unqualified flunkies who will, uh, I guess, not make them say uh, all lives matter or make, bake a cake or something. You know what's so annoying? Uh, I just have yeah. to point something out. I'm looking at this ad. You see this ad here? Ad outreach. Schedule your YouTube video ads. Call me. I I fucking yeah. I I because I thought okay I'll gonna maybe get an I'll make an ad on YouTube for other yeah. progressive shows. We'll say hey click here watch Tower Buster whatever the fuck. So I all I did was search, you know ads on youtube now every f and ad that i see uh, is this guy's face and it's irritating really? me yes schedule your youtube video ad strategy call with alaric get off get out of my life alaric it's really irritating every <laughs> every goddamn i'm telling you i'll go to huffington Park. i'm sure that it'll be there too somewhere hmm. well maybe not what do you think about tiktok I don't know. What about it? Well, it's supposedly uh, an app on your phone that I actually yes. have now. Right. And it's from China. And, yes. Um, mm. But I, hadn't, I haven't really, I haven't signed up fully. I'm only kind of halfway signed oh. in, so I'm don't, I don't, I don't add anything. But um, Pompeo says that uh, you know, oh. go ahead and use it if you want the Chinese to know. You know more information about you, and right. you get all kinds of information. Of course, of I don't doubt it. This is it makes a lot of sense. Oops, wait, I hit the wrong button on the camera. I'm trying to focus the camera. Um, yeah, 
I I don't doubt that they are monitoring us. Anybody who downloads that TikTok app might be they might actually be already under surveillance by the Chinese. I I have no idea, but it what makes does sense. What the Chinese want to do? Why would the Chinese want to monitor, say me? Why what? would they want to do that? They do it to everybody. Why? They're they want. Why wouldn't you want to monitor the the people <laughs> of? Who, don't they have a life? I mean, come don't on. they have a life? Yeah, but they're an authoritarian communist dictatorship regime, and they're now. I mean, they're what are they? The number one, they're the largest economy. Are we the largest, or did they surpass us? They're they will know. surpass us. I mean, they're definitely in competition. They want to rule. Yeah. This is. Everywhere that the United States is remo- removing itself from, you know, America first, meaning America alone. When we pull back yeah. from Earth, from the world stage, the Chinese are going in and the Russians yeah. as well. But they're this country under fascist right wing Twitler, the, the Trump and Z Trump cult regime, where we have basically conceded defeat to the i mean forget about making the world safe for democracy or expanding the democratic franchise around i mean that's we used to have that moral high ground at least we were the right now we're not we yeah we we, used to we're disgusting it's i'm disgusted with us it makes me sick this is why it's so sad when i think about my grandmother who came here and my father was the anchor baby she had she came here to have my father, so we would he would be an American citizen, and of oh, course, yeah, baby. Okay. yeah. Well, she was Irish, but she was also. She didn't come over with the huddled masses. Let's put it that way. My grandmother mm-hmm. was uh, had money, and they got they lost their money in uh, the Great Depression. I I could have been rich. Oh. I so it makes oh. me it pisses me off. So, but I, I think. Hear that, man. Just yeah. realized my great grandfather was an alcoholic and he lost everything and I could have had a house on the beach right now. Oh boy. Well that's addiction. It yeah. runs in the family. I had addiction yeah. all over my family. That's why I'm an I'm an addict. I believe it's running my family. Sucks. My grandfather died of alcoholism. He was in the cavalry. Yep. He was actually a lot older than my grandmother. And he was so huh. old. I mean, I'm talking about my grandma, my mom's mom, right? But he was a lot older than her. And huh. I never met him. He died, but he he died because he was an alcoholic. He fell downstairs, apparently, and died. Oh, of. my God. And, but he was, he he had chased, he was part of the cavalry when they chased Pancho Villa across Mexico. That's all I know about him. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's huh. how old he was. That's interesting. Uh, yes. I, but I never knew any of my grandfathers. But they were both alcoholics. And my other grandfather, my father's father, was a drunk who burned their house down smoking in bed. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. And he would also be, he would also get paid like one of these drunks who would get paid, even though he had eight kids at home and a wife, but would end up spending the entire check at the bar before oh. making oh. it home so oh my god yeah that's they my... didn't have too much help back then no 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 well that's the thing too when i think about when we talk about a social safety net because here in this country 
when when uh, the house was burned down, my father's house was burned down. When they all lived in the house, my father, everybody, they they were. My father was like, you know, he was old, or he wasn't like living on his own. He was living at home with. He was in the service, and you know, my grandfather burned the house down. But that's what he used my he used his GI Bill money to buy my grandmother a home, and. That wow. hip, yeah, yeah. And that wasn't available for anybody who wasn't white. But the the point is when my um the reason I brought it up was because when my when my father's house burnt down, my grandmother's house, they went to um the church for help because my fo- my mother yeah. my my grandmother my entire family were um real big catholics irish catholics you know dedicated yeah. irish catholics that yeah. gave their gave their tithes and really were involved with the church and my grandmother went to them asking for help because they had eight kids to feed they had nothing and in fact the other yeah. thing was my drunken grandfather had they had insurance on the home okay uh-huh except he didn't pay the premium that month okay? no i'm not kidding no so the house burnt down and they were sol cuz he had oh. neglected to pay that month's premium can you effing believe Come on, that and they wouldn't let him Nope. They didn't let that slide? Nope, 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 nope. That's why my grandmother went to the church, and she was like, okay, we'll go to the church and ask for help. And the priest gave her, like, some like a salami or something. You know what I mean? Like, they gave, <laughs> it was something so pathetic. I bet he did. Yeah. And my grandmother said, like, they never, she never forgot and would never, and that's why they were, also part well big democrats as well and understanding that you know sometimes you need a help you need help so my family yeah. went to live in the jersey city projects and that's where they lived for a while while they wow. yeah so off yeah public housing and yeah not the church so when these effing republicans talk about that's their mission. That's their vision for the United States. We we've seen that what? vision before. Well, it's go when you if you have problems, you don't go to the government. You go to the church for charity. Oh, that's what they want. That's what the church is there oh. for. And we've lived that life before. Well, not us. Well, <laughs> our ancestors lived it. Not we're talking about the dark ages. With a rich own yeah. everything, yes, that's it. There's no social safety net. If you you go serve your lord, maybe they'll trickle some benefits on you. The you're poor, you work, you toil. You there's no there's no vacation. There's no set. Uh, there's no days off. There's no if you don't work, you don't get paid. You get as much education as you can afford. If you're rich, you go to school. I mean, this is what. They're trying to do, and they they say these things out loud sometimes. I mean, that's what Mitt Romney had said. You should get as much education as you can afford. Well, that's the system that we're supposed to be the antidote to. So 
Yeah. Um, and the reason why we need a strong government funded, meaning we the people, social safety net, is because these systems, we've, we've, they, they ruled Western civilization for thousands of years. And that's why the people had had enough. The people were nothing but borrowed mules to the elites. Yeah. So who would ride them mercilessly and, oh, well, go die. And, you know, it's, there's no excuse that, that that's why this show and shows like it, you know, we're, we're bringing, um, we are uh, carrying the mantle of patriotism. I'm, I'm trying to reclaim that mantle. It's about uh-huh. time that everybody, we get to see the forest through the trees. More people have to get it. Uh, learn history. Learn the history of Western civilization. Why this country was founded after the liberal age of enlightenment from the enlightenment thinkers. What were they writing about? They were talking about uh, the, uh, an intergenerational aristocracy, the, the abuses of aristocracy, even though they were many, in many times in the aristocracy themselves. So it's, um, we all have to get educated and also get motivated and get to work. There should be no yeah. excuse where uh, we where we leave anybody behind because we do have enough money. Right. There's enough money in this country. We have enough. I know. It's just um, why do we have the, well, you know why do we need billionaires? We don't. They are actually dangerous to a functioning yep. democratic republic. So they need to be taxed. Yep. They can still be rich, but there's no reason why Amazon. Uh, the 16 most profitable corporations don't pay a single penny in taxes. That is a That's disgusting, insane. disgusting um, way that it's certainly not democratic. So I see certainly we're, not. yes, so we're, we're wrapping up. Poppy, where are you going to, where are you? What do you want to say? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Where do you want to go? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to be at the Odium in East Greenwich on um, July 25th, and it's right before my class, Like because I, I teach, still teach classes, and my class was supposed to perform May 15th, and we had to close the courthouse oh, May boy. 14th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm getting some of those kids from the class to actually do the show with me, so that'll be cool. Oh, cool. Very good. Well, that's yeah. great. Yeah, because yeah. you teach a really great comedy class and your your students perform that's your graduation and really that's awesome so it's good yeah that you're going back to live comedy that's cool I'm that's exciting try. i am gonna try and then i met this guy the other day when i was putting in a raised bed and i met this other guy and he owns a restaurant and he's like you're the comedian i said yes i am and he's like i don't want you i want you to come do a dinner and a comedy show oh with me. great like, okay that's awesome <laughs> great see yeah, poppy so, is so good that's gonna happen too oh great well everybody go to poppychamplin.com and check out poppy's latest her upcoming gigs and maybe take her class as well what do you think of that yeah yeah follow her on all these social media and next week we'll have our hundredth our so-called hundredth show we have more than no not two not hundred no no no. it's actually been more because i only next week is the 200th show but on progressive voices we also there are many more shows than 200 i have done more 
but only on the weekends, the Saturday shows. But if you want to be on the show, we might, I don't know. Because Haiku, some of our listeners are always like, uh, we heard, uh, and Greg, they were like, oh, we should have a special show. But I don't know. I, you know, I mean, support the show. Maybe we can get some staff. That's all I can say. You know what will make it special? Somebody sign up to be a goddamn patron. How's that? All of you, get on there right now. Thank you, Poppy That's Champlin. Right. Thank you so You're much welcome, for being Sarah. a part of the show. I'll I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Poppy Champlin, everyone. That was a great conversation. It's always awesome having Poppy on. I want to thank you all for being a part of the show. Is this too loud? I don't know. Um. Yeah, we stick together, we win, and we will win. I know that's kind of loud. Why can't I lower it? Bum, 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 bum. Ah, that's a little lower. Oh, boy. It doesn't matter. I'm still here. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in a bad mood. The show is still going. I'm going to hang it up for the night. I'm very crabby. And I don't know. I feel kind of bad. I And I also was going to apologize <laughs> to everybody for always being kind of crabby and bringing my problems to the show. But that is what it is. I want to thank you, Els, for your super chat. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Stephen Lee and Jim. If you want to go to uh, patreon.com, become a patron, join us on Discord. You don't have to be a patron. What else? Yeah. If, you, if you're on Discord, it will. Uh, it's good to stay connected. You can also reach out to me and let me know what your feelings are about different, different things. And if you'd like to talk about different topics, send them to me there. We we're we do this show together. Become a patron at patreon.com. Go to iTunes and give the show a good review. Share the show with your friends. I would like to see this show actually become a show that I don't have. Maybe I'll get some sleep one day. Wouldn't that be nice? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? You guys are great. Thank you so much for joining me every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. In the meantime, like I always say, we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. And the other thing is, if you become a patron, we haven't had any patrons in a couple of days, but if somebody takes the Patreon challenge and they become a patron, we will have a show on Monday. What do you think of that? Otherwise, I'm not doing a show. Uh, that's where I'm going. We have to... I, I don't know. I got to... Depo- I got to push. I got to push a little. I don't know. Maybe the show sucks. What do I know? All right. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe we will fail. I doubt it, though. Uh, all right. I'm sto- I better stop because I'm talking. I'm talking nonsense now. Thank you all for hanging out. Become a patron at patreon.com and we'll do a show on Monday. Otherwise, I'll see you when I see you. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I will see you, hopefully, soon. <laughs>